Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Clunkercast, the first automotive show on a podcast. And of course, uh, you're here with me, your host, Inigo Rosses. I'm a, I'm a motoring writer for the Manila Bulletin. And then you have Angela Puyat, who is also a motoring writer for the Philippine Star and Uno Magazine. Hi there. And then, of course, we have our uh, motorsports correspondent, uh, Mr. Frank Liu. We just call him Kim. Hey! And then, of course, there's arrested man. tech guy, uh, JC Polito. Say hi, JC. Hey. There we go. Hi, JC. <laughs> and, of course, before we, before we start our show, uh, we'd like to remind you guys that this is a green show. So we'll be talking about, you know, uh, very environmentally friendly cars, as well as some environment-friendly topics on our show today. So, uh, not the other two. We're, we're not green all the time <laughs> yeah. tonight, right? Well, okay, yeah, right. that's only our topic for today. Of course, of course. What are you guys thinking? All right, so, you know, without further ado, let's, let's get this thing started. What's what's on the news, guys? Okay, what's going to go first? Well, first on our list, yeah. I think, is a, a very interesting car. It's a BMW 6 Series. Now, I know we got some mixed opinions on this car, so let's just let it out. The nice thing I, li- I like about it is the panoramic, uh, the panoramic, uh, Roof. Roof. I mean, uh, I remember going to uh, the 2008 uh, Tokyo Motor Show with a friend of mine, and uh, he invested in this company, which was uh, basically they were doing research on finding out how to make tent controllable through um, very little bursts of uh, electricity. So and I think I'm not sure if they're bringing it out here, but I know the one of the Benzes before had that, and a couple of the airliners. So suppose that would be a cool thing. Yeah. This car has electronic tint. I'm not sure, but it looks like it from the photo. Imagine well, if if you didn't have if you didn't have tint on that, that would be really hot. Oh, definitely. Okay. Well, like, let's talk about well, for, for every for everybody out there listening. Um, the the new six series is set to unveil in the Paris Auto Show, and. Uh, it's a whole new car, a whole new design, mm-hmm. and um, the new sport says that it's gonna delete the bangle butt. It, it kind of looks like the X6. <laughs> if you can imagine that. Correct. Um, but th- there but are no, um, no specifics yet on what engine or what um, configuration they're gonna come out yet. The final model. Well, one thing we know the for photos sure, though, it, it looks yeah. kind of boring. Well, to me, it lo- it reminds me of the old um, 850i. If you guys remember that car. It's a, it was, uh, I remember yeah, I that, love car. that car. Yeah, I love, that, I love car. that car. So when I look at this, I remember it, it, that car. No, nah, that car is a lot prettier than this car. Well, it, definitely. It was boxy. Of course, I agree. A, a modern reinterpretation Seriously. of it of sorts. Seriously, it's this got car. A very shark-like front. Mm-hmm. It reminds uh, me of a big American car. It looks like a fat shark, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think you that's, agree? that's really the market. You know, it's it's a it's a it's really a, a U.S. Uh, a U.S. geared coupe, some kind of a cruiser, not. Not really a bruiser. More of a GT, a Grand Touring. Yeah, I mean, yeah. a Grand Touring car, a tourer. Mm-hmm. So it's this yeah, nice. But it caters. Well, um, I I can imagine this the design. BMW has has gone bigger, more uh, to accommodate a larger part of the sports sports car buying public. You know, more more space, more luxury, attract you know a larger mm. chunk of the market. To be more specific, it's a I, it's a two plus two seater. So that means uh, two seats, and well, when they say two plus two, that's more like two compartments in the back. But you can't really use it. I guess it'll be sort of like a, I don't know, like like the current I, out right now. Not really. I can imagine the target market for this car. Uh, you know, some guy that walks around in a leisure suit, pimp staff, and gold chains, <laughs> sort of like that. <laughs> Where that somebody that wears your your know, type of crowd, Kim. No, no, no. 
I like my I like my cars a little smaller, a little more nimble. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, again, let's let's talk about more of the details, right? We have um, full LED la- uh, headlights, and I, I'm I'm guessing the taillights are LED as well. There's no more flame surfacing style from uh, Chris Bangle. Instead, their new designer, their new chief designer, Chris Van Huydonk. I'm I hope I'm saying it right. Huydonk. Where is Holden anyway? He, we should be making fun of him now. Yeah, yeah. We we actually have a. Another colleague who has a very similar name, you know, all up until the first syllable of this guy's last name, of this designer's last name. So it's a bit of an inside joke for us. I'm sorry for you guys who don't quite get it yet. You, you will when he comes on. <laughs> I don't know. I think I like the bangle design better than this one. I mean, I was lucky enough to meet the guy. Very brilliant man. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of good ideas. And I think he's a loss uh, to BMW. Him not being there is a loss to BMW. Mm-hmm. Me that could be other... true. I like I like I, I... I like most of the car, cars now, like the the SUVs. But I really don't like the X3. But it it it's he did a good job. Mm-hmm. Very controversial at first. It it's the kind that grows on you, I think. And well, hopefully this car will have that kind of quality as well. The the design that grows on you. For now, I guess we're just a little too stunned by the extreme change. I mean, I I personally like the old one that that resembled the Seven Series in a way. So. You see that sort of connection here. Hey, it's, it's did you just connection. say Vince Carter? He said connection, man. Hey, Age, is this the same yeah. guy that the guy that left the designer? Is he the same the same guy that designed the E46 bodies? Chris or Bangle. Did, no, the guy. Who, yeah, did, did, is he the, the same guy that designed the E46 bodies, or is it a different guy? Oh no. Yes. Totally. Is he? He. He. Yes. He E46. Was a, yeah, he came out with a seven series, right? Did, the, did he for the? Did he do the E46 M3? Did he do no, the Chris Bang? Uh, the, the E90 series and the E60. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. He came what? out with the E90. Sorry, sorry. Okay, it, it wasn't a bad job, but I just I like the E46 body more. That whole series than than. Yeah, cause you have one. No, it's not just that. That's why I have one, cause I like it. I mean, it's a bit more. It it looks more like a classic than the new space age design this that van van der hoven van huyt <laughs> van van, van uh-huh. yeah it's just well, let's move on to the interior guys um i'm sure you guys are looking at pictures at the moment what do you think what do you guys think um to me i'm noticing a driver centered uh, a driver focus center console there's a lot of brown and tans but i'm sure you'll have a lot of options to alter this the uh, i drive has been moved to the right of the stick shift and the stick shift I itself. Serious, yeah. Mm-hmm. I seriously don't like the mag wheels, man. The mag wheels remind me of a Lincoln or something or some <laughs> Japanese. About the interior. Too much room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too much room. Are you looking at the interior? Um, now, we can see here that yeah. it's got a, a nice panoramic roof. It's not even a sunroof. This thing is one whole piece of glass that stretches to the to the, to the, the pillar that divides. Really nice. mm-hmm. I, I have to say, the inside looks nice. It looks functional, very neat, and very BMW in the sense that, you know, it's all centered to the driver. Nice to see that they still have that going. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The nice thing about it, it doesn't look so bare. Some of the E60s now, the 5 Series, they look so bare. Uh Uh-huh. All plastic, you know, but but this one looks very nice. Ah, that's great, yeah. So... Yeah, as I was mentioning a while ago, I mean, the roof could be uh i mean i could see them putting that technology in with those switchable tints 
Because imagine if you tint this roof, you lose the whole view. Mm-hmm. You darken the whole thing. Right? Well, for if now, there's no real detail of that, whether whether it does have that kind of technology. But well, I I guess you know if I once I get to the show uh, in Paris, I'll let you guys know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh sure. All right. Take a lot of photos. <laughs> let's, let's move to of the course. next car on the list. All right. Mm-hmm. I should move on. Yes, we have uh, up next. We have the Focus ST, uh-huh. the new one for 2011. Actually, Still it's not out. 2012. It's. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the 2012. Yeah, Focus it's 2012. That's 2012 we'll for out, the U.S. Um, market, where they uh, where they mark the models a year ahead. So. So idea, basically, it's a 2011. It's a 2011 release. Should it come to the Philippines, it'll be a 2011 release. If it comes to the Philippines, because what the last. The last ST didn't officially come here. Yeah, it didn't oh. even make it here. Correct. Yep, yep. Just and the well, gray market models. Sold and- locally, right? But people, a lot of people reported them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a gray market. The Focus is a really nice car. I mean, it's always been a nice car. Mm-hmm. And the I mean, I'm sure is, most of us... It's a dedicated sports model. And the, the, the old ST was a three-door. And this new one is a five-door. Uh, either that or this is yeah, a what the, the news article reveals it is a five door. Um, it looks new. the new car is basically bigger mm-hmm. all around. I see it in and, uh, a variant of the old wheel design. I'm sure you remember. Yeah, that's true. Design. Yes, it it it's it looks similar. It in a way, yeah. And then what else do we have? We and of uh, course, you, you, I'm sure you can notice the big the big grill up front. Um, yes. a lot of the new I don't, cars. That is the first thing you. I really have don't like the, the front grill, man. It looks more like it, a mouth. it looks like a Fiesta grill yeah. with yeah, a large I, shark mouth. That's what I was going to say. It, it I mean, the, the hood is just—I mean, there's just very little space left. I mean, comparing this to the the six series, we're we're seeing a very prominent shark trend towards car design lately. Yeah, because it lends the car with a sharper front, you know, more aggressive looking, and it's what buyers typically want nowadays, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. I guess sport, sportier, more aerodynamic looking. Mm-hmm. Is this is this new focus? Uh, turbocharged right yes this new one will come with a two liter turbocharged engine as opposed which, to the old one which had a 2.5 but, but, um, i think probably explains the large grill for the intercooler yeah you need the correct you need cooler air coming into the engine mm-hmm. and how much seems, seems like there's a big large front cooler i think, I think about more power would be in the vicinity of 200 to 240 in that range yeah, no, that's a lot. <laughs> and 247 is more than than the last one. Mm-hmm. I mean, having a turbocharged 2 liter producing 247 horsepower, whereas what the previous one had 2.5 five cylinder. Yeah, um, that was with Volvo 225. <laughs> So I guess yeah. it's a slight bump in power. Do we know what kind of a... This is just one turbo, right? Um, pretty sure. Um, doesn't this actually has, say. This just has one turbo, right? Uh, well, doesn't... It, or is yeah, it, single turbo engine. Is it a bi-turbo? No, it's uh, just the single. Engine. No, single turbo. Mm. And I believe um, it's got a special feature, this engine. It's called EcoBoost. Could you tell us about that, Angela? Well, the EcoBoost engine is um, there to give you a good power delivery, but also conserves fuel consumption. So uh, it gives the driver the best of both worlds, you know, fuel efficiency and good 
power delivery at the same time. Uh-huh. And uh, so what kind of transmission does this pass through? Uh, is it front drive and how many speeds? Well, from the previous STs, it probably is still a front-wheel drive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm seeing a six-speed I mean, transmission box here, right? It's a manual. Um, I guess there's no details yet in, on whether they will have the, uh, the, D- the, the clutchless gearbox like we're seeing in the Focus, the Foci now. Those are the Foci. <laughs> those are the what is the power shifts, of that? Right? <laughs> yeah, the power shift. Focuses. I don't know. Foci. Maybe you're onto something. Uh huh. Focus is actually a verb, so I don't pluralize it, right? I don't know. Um, a noun, um, actually. Oh, somebody's calling. All right. A noun. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, yeah. Well, uh, anyway, um, I guess I mean we should move on. Uh, I guess the Focus. I hope they keep the platform. I mean. All of us have driven, yeah, and uh, it's a very, very good car. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great handler, um, so uh, decent car. Yeah, it's a lots of fun. So uh, here's hoping the the ST comes here, and preferably in tangerine. Cheers. Their column, uh, their color. Yeah. So, so uh, I guess, how about you? I guess ask, should, uh, any last words on the ST? Well, yeah, like you said, I just hope it gets here. Uh, Ford, if you're listening. Please send us Bring the it, ST. Please. Uh, sounds like it. sounds like AG wants to get one. Well, one more question. One more question. Um, I mean, you're looking you're looking at the photos on on the internet. What about the color Tangerine Scream? Kind of reminds like me that song Tangerine Speedos. <laughs> well, I don't know, it's kind no, of. I like off. the color. It to me it feels really like it's loud. A modern interpretation of that that copper that the the Civic SAR used to come from. I think it never really went out of style. It just changed shades from year to year. And hey, if you're buying an SP, you want to look it never got in style. Yes. I kind of liked it. Out of the road, guys. <laughs> I guess it, it never got in style. Well, there's two votes for me and AG about for the color, so you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm still undecided. I mean, yeah, it's it's a head turner. Mm-hmm. Um, once you see it on the street. Uh, I, I think they should have done what the the what Porsche did with all the GT3, GT2s, paint it white or some nice color and add some lines to it or something like stickers or I don't know. Just don't well, leave maybe it. Maybe reserving that for the more hardcore RS version. Well, that's true. The, that's true. That's true. Or it could yeah, be an that option. Would be to the race race car variant. Imagine what the RS would be would be like if this car is already churning out 250 horses. <laughs> Definitely. I know. I know. Although it's hard to tell which is higher on the higher on the the hierarchy is it the ST or the RS? It is the RS. The, the RS. RS is the uh, yeah. pinnacle of the Focus line. Mm. It's like the STI of Focuses. Okay, so we can and definitely expect. Speaking it to of STI. And yes, speaking of STI. <laughs> yeah, let's good some local news, <laughs> and um, it's very good news for Subaru fans because they are bringing in an Impreza sedan STI. So let's Yay. talk about it. Perfect. Woo. Perfect. Woo-hoo. I can tell from the Finally. Tweet, um the hatch didn't uh, exactly receive a good reception. Oh, the hatch was a good car. It just didn't look great. Uh-huh. Perfect that they added. I mean, the hatch looked like it got stepped on or something. <laughs> At least now the sedan <laughs> looks a little bit more... Like the traditional... Yeah, it's, it looks like a proper sports sedan. Mm-hmm. Correct, which but it is. trunk with which to mount a spoiler. Yep. I mean, if I if you were to ask me, I would have bought the old uh, STI before the hatch now because the one now that it's a hatch. 
but since they came out with this uh, sedan, I mean, I think people that love that old car would, you know, would jump on, jump on, jump in and buy this one. And there's even more good news. It retails for uh, 2.98 million. Yeah, it's cheaper than the hatchback, oddly enough. So I mean, that's that's a lot of yeah, it. By about like fifty thousand, right? Yeah. Um, is it? It's about fifty thousand. Yeah, actually, it is about fifty thousand. So that's well, for see, our that's your comprehensive um, insurance right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for our listeners um, in, in the local market here in the Philippines, the hatch variant proves to be more popular among buyers. So maybe that's why uh, Subaru Motor Image Filipinas is trying to woo in buyers with a lower price tag. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's I think much, that's, that's clever so marketing it's, it's, their it's part. It's 50,000. Uh-huh. It's not much, though. It's 50,000. I mean, but I guess with a sedan, like in, the, in this country, two doors are hard to sell. Hatches are... A, a little harder to sell to normal Joes, like you know, people with families or people that are a little bit older that can actually afford these. Yeah, but cars. people buying a Subaru aren't exactly looking for a family car. Yeah, they're not your typical car they're, buyers. They're yeah, you're, well, yeah, you're right. There. Well, I mean, yeah, look at the up in track days. So, yeah, look at the trunk of the hatch. I mean, we've all seen it. Uh, we've well, we've driven it. We've seen it, and the the. The trunk really doesn't fit anything except for like a school bag. Oh, come on. You can fit in a bottle what? of nitrous air. <laughs> yeah, you, you can That's fit that in. That's what's important, but... isn't it? <laughs> That's what it's for. But no matter what you say, I mean, a car is still a car. You're buying it as a mode of transportation aside from being a track day car. So even if I, I'm, I'm, even if I were like maybe 40, I had two kids. Yeah. If I could, I would pick this car You're away. You're almost 40. Shut up! <laughs> well, let, let's let's I mean, talk about the execution. I mean, you, you, I, I, I think it was done on the sedan. It, um, something about the flares that could have been changed, the back. I no, think I, I, I love that, it the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you agree, but it kind of looks like an Evo Five from some angles. You know, the the white. A little bit, especially yeah. the rear and the wide body. Yeah, wide yeah, fenders, yeah, yeah. right? And if you look at the what back, I don't like it. Four tail tailpipes, which you know I thought was gorgeous in the hatch, and and here, um, there's even a rear diffuser splitter. Is that present in the hatch? No, no. It there's a there's a difference. Yeah, it's not for the lower part of the the sedan. So Definitely it needs uh, different aerodynamics because it's a sedan. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's. But it, what I don't like about it though, mm-hmm. it's it kind of like it, it stands. It's kind of like leaning forward, and it looks a little a bit, like it's standing a little bit taller, than it actually is supposed to. Well, rally style, of course. Uh, these cars are probably going to be used again. Maybe we can see a Subaru again in the WRC. I hope so. I hope. Hopefully, yeah. I think. Um, I guess. Hence, yeah, the, the higher stance. Yeah. Well, the last I heard with WRC, um, remember Pro Drive? Pro Drive was part partnered with Subaru. Mm-hmm. The last I heard about that was Pro Drive is partnering up with Mini, actually. Oh. Really? Yeah. Aren't they gonna Aren't they gonna come out with that P1? Remember that Pro Drive P1? Mm-hmm. Oh, not that I was ever. just a concept. That was a gorgeous car. I think yeah. it was based on an. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. It was, it was. It yeah. was based on an Impreza. The one right before this one. Ah. Yeah, but that was only a concept. Mm-hmm. Um, What they're doing now is, if I'm not mistaken, they're testing a, a mini. Um, What's the... They're coming out with a oh. crossover mini. Yeah, uh, the, the, the mini Countryman. Countryman. The Countryman. Exactly. Countryman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So the the WRC Mini will be based on the Countryman. Yeah, it is being shipped really? out. Oh. Yeah. So that's a Which nice competitor for in WRC. Well, off the bat, I think that car is going to be too heavy for competition. Well, definitely they're going to lighten that up. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're going to do something like that. <laughs> but compared to the other uh, Citron and uh, Ford cars, well, well thing, let's see. Well, the thing with that is there is Evo, the, the, and those cars are really heavy, up against the Citrons and uh, and the Renaults and all these other cars. So I think. Um, yeah, but look look at who's winning, Citroen. Yeah. True, true. <laughs> but I'm sure they have regulations that, you know, even uh, even things out. Like like uh, local PTCC have their weight classes, power and weight ratios. I'm sure they have something that evens it out. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why they chose the the Countryman because uh, they were thinking about the Clubman, but it was too short. So they had to use so the, the Countryman body for wow. WC. Yeah. yeah. That is that is. It was too short for yeah. for the regulations. Mm. Yeah, you can't because they need it's the overhang, right? That's why they went with with the hatches. So, I mean, it would handle better in the corners, less overhang, less less uh, oversteer. Correct, correct. Well, we'll oh, see about that. But back to Subaru. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. Talking about Mini. That's sidetracked there. <laughs> um, I think hats off to them for conducting another Impreza challenge. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Another um, successful stint uh, of the Impreza was... challenge. Less. Is there already a winner? Mm-hmm. Yes, there is. But first of all, yes, let's, let's so. talk about the challenge. Um, it's not what you think. It's not a driving challenge. This is the kind of challenge where you're supposed to hold the car or just you know keep your hand on the car for as long as possible. It's and basically been... a test of uh, a test of stamina interest. and patience. Yeah, it's like something they'd make you do in Survivor. You know, I've been to the I've been the to power. I've been to the contest. Essentially, itself. they get people to uh, join the contest. Mm-hmm. Wherein they have to touch, physically touch an Impreza for hours on end, and the last person to to be standing will be declared the winner. Mm-hmm. Now it's not as hard as you think. Um, it's um, the contest is basically breaking out, breaking down into four-hour um periods. So you're not really there for twenty. You've got breaks, hours. right? So there are like you've got breaks, in, breaks. Like, Yeah, there are breaks in between, so you can rest up, go to the bathroom, whatever. But you know they. Oh, so you don't take a piss right there, huh? No, 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 no. <laughs> that would just... Yeah, un- nothing like that. <laughs> but, you know, it's <laughs> rolling. I mean, there are several stints in a day. And then, you know, you sleep, you come back the next day. So if you imagine if a person logs in, like our winner here, 29 hours, that'll happen over two, maybe three days. And um, the winner is actually... And, um, and a repeat, the winner is, is, yeah, a repeat winner? Miss, Miss, um, Miss Apple, Apple Joy Lee Balibado. So she's joined this before, and um, she's won again, um, clocking in 29 hours, making her the representative wow. to the uh, Singapore Subaru Impreza Challenge. So remember, you so you, did she win? You win here. She won the car here, right? Singaporeans. No, no, no. You, no, no. You you get a you get a slot in the real contest in Singapore. So this is just a limit. Which where you win the WRX. So are they going to give you a right-hand or left-hand drive car? Because Singapore is right-hand, right? I'm not sure on the details, actually. <laughs> but there hasn't been a Filipino who's won yet. The past winner for 2009 was a Singaporean, 40-year-old man. He clocked in 77 hours and 43 minutes. Oh, wow. Minutes. So, wow. That's a lot of time. Man. And that's nothing compared to the 2008 champion who clocked in 81 hours. That guy's got to get a job, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think when an Impreza's on the line, um, 
You know, it's worth being absent a couple of days. I mean, would you, Iggy? Would you do that? Four hour stints. It's not. It's not the STI. One hour. You sedan. Why not? Well, how much is the STI? It's two point five million pesos, right? So if you divide that by seventy seven hours, it's about three days. Then not you, a bad paycheck. Huh? That's a bad paycheck, man. That's about yeah. mm-hmm. a million a day. That's about eight hundred pesos a day. I don't think anybody of us gets paid that much per day. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, I mean, it's not. It's actually not the STI, is it? Because I think it's a WRX. Um, I think it's, yeah, it's just a WRX. So it's not the STI. But would, is it still worth it to you guys? A car? Yeah, that car retails for about uh, 1.5 million pesos. Am I right? Uh, so that's 500,000 a day. <laughs> that's still a lot of money. Uh-huh. It's still a good But day. seriously, I mean, it's. I don't think it's a question about if it's worth it to you or not. I think this is more about of can your, you... your mental capacity yeah. to do it. Yeah. I mean, you you're just sitting there waiting. You're gonna go crazy. Yeah. I mean, you've got a lot. But it's about pride. A lot of it's stuff that you're gonna be doing uh, rather than just be sitting there. I and mean, remember, that'll be going through your mind. There are there are there are um, stickers on the car where you have to put your hand. You can't just pick a spot. You know, or like press it with one finger. It has to be your whole hand. So you have to work with that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, let's so move on. To the next, uh, All right. So well, I think we should move on. It, yeah. Yep. Now uh, another okay. thing so, um, we have yeah, next, is um the um next, next topic on new next uh, bit of news that we have um mm-hmm. hello yes <laughs> guys yeah yeah <laughs> okay what happened what happened there what happened there anyway. Next uh-huh. bit of news we have: um, the Land Transportation Office uh-huh. is set to deploy more female traffic enforcers. So mm. they're saying that the uh, female traffic enforcers are less prone, and motorists are less likely to get mad at them for catching them. I mean, depends on what they're wearing, right? So I guess. <laughs> so what do you guys think about? This? Well, in the picture, they're wearing green. <laughs> So I guess it's still in the top. Oh, well. Yeah. I don't know. The, if the, I were pulled over see. for something that I didn't do, regardless if they were a guy or a girl, I'd be pissed off. I'm sure you wouldn't. You, you know, if the girl pulls you over and tells you, AG, you've been a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen how our officers look? <laughs> no, but I, I think... If we were in Brazil, maybe I, I guy, wouldn't Especially be. in... Uh, Culturally here in this country. You, you've been too watching too many. No, she actually man. got her back face to us, so I can't see what she looks. Uh huh. You guys have been watching too many road trip movies. I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys have been watching too many road trip movies. I don't think it's you know it's gonna be a, a gorgeous blonde pulling off her cap and you know. <laughs> you, you guys, you guys remember that movie? You you guys remember that Tom Cruise movie? Um, of Thunder. Th- th- that's thunder. exactly what I was talking Days about. Of thunder. It is not going to play. <laughs> Even in that movie, it was a practical joke. So, you know. <laughs> I understand. Uh-huh. But I, I, I mean, mm-hmm. this could actually help. You know, I mean, uh, if if the research says that these the girls are more less likely to take bribes, this could actually work. This yeah. could actually help us. Now out. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is that really accurate? Yeah, I don't know. I I really think it's well, with the traffic violations thing. I I think it's a bit sexist to say that, isn't it? I I think so. Well, it, because for for our listeners, um, a lot of uh, well, motorists here once they're pulled over, do resort to bribery just to get out of the offense. Mm-hmm. And what this is saying is that by putting female traffic enforcers 
who who are supposedly less um, less likely, less likely to take bribes, yeah, to take bribes. Yeah. can prevent corruption. Well, I don't know. Remains to be seen. You know, um, I, I guess there's there's uh, there's there's no real data on that. So I guess it's really one of those trial and trial and error kinds of things. So yeah, I guess. Well, let's see. I do hope it improves our traffic situation here, but uh, like you said, it remains to be seen. Uh huh. Uh huh. But uh, again, no, um, in terms of gender e equality, I, at least, um, I think we're uh, it's a big improvement. So let's move on to the next issue. Um, the next uh, news bit here is about. Uh, it's a it's a very green uh, bit of news. Uh, it's about. So the, this is us. Uh, Mm -hmm. Our green part. Yep, yep. It's uh, it's about the the Toyota Peña Blanca reforestation project. Now, okay, b before you guys say anything, I know what you're thinking. This is not your average tree planting project because Toyota has just donated. Um, Nigger, I can hear your crickets now. I can hear crickets. You can. The moment you. Sorry. <laughs> well, said, crickets tree, live in the forest. Well, you know, just to get the news out, these guys spent up to um three million U.S. dollars in the reforestation rehabilitation project so it's about 2500 hectares of a, of degraded open areas i mean this is supposed to be a forest and it's a watershed as well so you know this is one of the dams where the 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 capital gets its water so again it's not just a tree planting project they hope to achieve a 90% um, rate with all the trees planted no they hope to maintain that much so um hey okay, so all for going green and uh hats off to Toyota for doing this i mean other manufacturers should follow suit. Yeah, Guys, yeah. You gotta save it's the planet. just the tree planting, and then after that, you know, they go back to the city, their jobs, and forget about it. Here, they they really <laughs> work with the community to ensure that the trees live. You know, the community is the one, in, the local community is the one involved in maintaining this area. They'll be needing those trees for all the wood paneling for all the cars they've been selling, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's time I, for them to give back. I think it's a protective. They've sold the area. most cars ever. Uh huh. So I think it's only right that they they do a step like this uh, towards uh, hopefully improving our environment. <laughs> All right, so I guess that's oh. it for the news. Uh, we can move on to our our main topics now. Uh, we got a couple of cars lined up, and uh, what's the first of them? Um, these are sports cars, actually. They're not your typical they're your typical electric cars or hybrids. So let's let's talk more about it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Actually, before we start, this show is all about electric cars and uh, what we want to talk about is that the cars of the future don't necessarily have to be boring and uh, one good example is one good example of course is uh, the Mercedes electric SLS I'm sure you guys know about this car it's the gullowing uh, interpretation of our time uh -huh. the rendition of but, the gullowing right and it's just been a yes race. yes it's and a very they've got an electric car already they do Mercedes designed an uh, electric version from the ground up, but uh, this one is scheduled to come out, I think, as soon as uh, next year. Well, that's really soon. That, that, that's pretty. It is, and it's testament to uh, Benz's Benz's program in coming out with more environmentally friendly vehicles. So, what's the difference between the, this electro electric? SLS with the, but the regular guys, engine mean, SLS. It's, well, it's, it's pretty I awesome because, I mean, you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, go. I went at the time. Yo. Yeah. Okay. Kim, go. I think it's pretty awesome because, well, you know. To... 
Okay, um, we're having Skype issues. <laughs> okay, so um, Kim, um, would you like to comment first? Okay, I think it's pretty awesome because I mean, part of it, I'm not a big electric uh, motor fan, and uh, I mean personally, I'd rather go diesel or hydrogen or whatever. Uh, electric for me, it's just you get an electric motor, you think you're saving the planet, but to dispose and make that battery really takes a toll. Uh, on the environment, you're getting electricity, which probably comes from either a coal factory or or somewhere mm. where you're still getting fossil fuels or a non-renewable energy. Yeah, the argument so, is you. I mean, it really, just, it's just a cycle. Uh, yeah, you're just transferring the emissions from the car to yeah, wherever. Yeah, imagine batteries. Our batteries are very toxic. You dispose of these the wrong way. Then it goes back to the environment and it just pollutes everything. And, but the cool thing about these cars is just like those Teslas. The power is right there in, in an instant. I mean, it's so torquey. I mean, it's there's no lag, no nothing. Correct, well, correct. Um, but yeah, the SLS is powered by lithium-ion batteries, which I think is pretty common in our time. You know, we, we find these kinds of batteries in our cell phones. And laptops. Which, uh, means, and laptops, which means to say we have the means of also recycling them uh, more ecologically. Mm-hmm. And how much power does this kind of you know electric source create? Well, the SLS E-cell boosts um, 526 horsepower and about 1800. Oh, sorry, 880 newton meters of torque. That's a lot of torque, enough to send it from zero to 62 in about four seconds. And what Kim was saying earlier, uh, unlike uh, uh, and gas-powered, diesel-powered engines, uh, with electric cars the torque is instant mm -hmm. no more revving it's just right the there power is yep. instant. so how long does it take to change you start, you start, 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 up, zero 186 revs. miles per hour and um fully charged it'll take you 100 miles so uh range of course still an issue but hey this is a supercar so you know you gotta have your your uh, drawbacks at some point and how much yeah, but 100 how long miles for that 100 miles. Full charge takes about an hour, so it's not that bad. Well, hey, yeah, you can drive uh, the off I, charge there and then drive back again. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'd have to contest that, that one hour charging. Well, it's not thing. that bad. You no, can, no, the thing is... You, um, can, you can have lunch. You can have lunch in a cafe on a road trip, and after you're done, your car's charged. No, that's not the point. The My point is, um, look at laptops. Uh, those have smaller batteries and they take what uh just an hour an hour and a half to charge I, I i'm not sure about this taking taking an hour of charging um maybe it needs a lot more voltage or amperage to to get that one hour okay. charge i mean but, you know plugging it to a 220 or 110 plug i doubt if it'll charge in a, an hour um maybe overnight but True, true. I mean, it like what we fully charged in an yeah, hour. Yeah, like what we learned from you know testing cars in real life. These zero to one hundred figures are, you know, are are ideal conditions. I mean, it's very difficult to replicate them in the real world. So I guess we can expect it to charge maybe an hour and a half, or maybe even two. So, yeah, I guess we shouldn't pin our hopes up. Yeah, charging time definitely is pretty impressive. If we can do it in an hour, that's very convenient. And the funny thing about this man is that Mercedes, who's the car company that's less known as who's basically known for bad electricals is making an electric car. I mean, remember <laughs> the C-classes of like 
the C classes before the C classes now and all the other S classes before that, their wiring was so bad. Well, that was they because were they were as, partnered as the worst with uh, Chrysler. No, Chrysler, right? Mm-hmm. Aren't they still part of Chrysler? No. <laughs> yeah, they still are. No, I think Daimler yeah. Benz. Daimler Chrysler. DC. They're, no. They're Daimler Benz, right? Daimler Benz. That that partnership has ceased, um, I think, back in 2005. Which, which might be uh, an improvement. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's it's still yeah, not but, the worst. I think the record holder for bad electricals is still Jaguar. Well, not anymore now. <laughs> Back then, right? Well, be, before they were owned by Ford. Uh, I bet. Yeah, yeah. Very, very bad. Okay, so I'm, I'm reading another detail about this car. It is four-wheel drive, an electric motor for each wheel. Well, wow. correct. That's, that's... I guess it's the same as, well, another car that we're going to talk about, the Audi R8. Yeah, um, I guess they're distributing four motors per wheel. Aha. Uh-huh. So you got or, wait, four wheel independent yeah. drive. I mean, uh, is that Well, that's for the Audi. I don't know. I, I don't know about Imagine that. If it's four wheel independent so drive, you could actually control the car to do whatever it wants. I mean, traction wise. You could do imagine not spinning. Spot. <laughs> yeah, imagine like if, if you're losing traction in one wheel, it's better traction control than than what we have now with gas cars mm-hmm. this is one engine per, the one, per... The one motor per wheel uh, actually serves as torque vectoring so that uh holy cow you get... wow mm-hmm. that's yeah. one of the imagine taking taking a corner and a left hand corner putting less power on the inside wheels and putting more power in the outside wheels you can point that yep. car right in the correct direction that is a very well, good it's, torque vectoring. it's yeah. an unintended safety feature how Dude, about it's that? A, it's an unended, unintended three more seconds on my lap time. It's an unintended <laughs> handling feature, man. That that's a good addition. Yeah. Uh huh. So let's let's. But of course, that this car, car carries more weight because of the batteries. Oh. So uh, we can't say for certain if if the, this e car will handle better than the standard. Yeah. Um, Gas powered car. The weight will definitely be a problem for for this. Yeah, batteries one. are expensive. But man. it's also and heavy. Expensive. Really heavy. Do we have specs on the regular SLS? Is this is this actually better or is it slower? Hmm, that's. I think the regular SLS, if I'm not mistaken, does it about zero to sixty-two in about three point eight something like that. And for our listeners, and yeah, the I think are, are marginally slower than the than the standard SLS, if you can call it that. Mm-hmm. But um, hey, this is an electric car. This is um, it's. This no, is still cutting-edge technology that's being developed. So. Uh-huh. And, there's and it's not your average electric car. True. true. Yep. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. So let's talk about the car that this one will be going. AG, what was that you called? The, the Audi R8. What was that you called? The whole, you called the whole four-wheel, I mean, one engine per wheel thing. What was that called? Torque something? Torque vectoring. It's it's a Rage. technology being used by a couple of man- well a number of manufacturers actually uh, one being Porsche it's like a high tech version of traction control if you can it's pretty good it's pretty good mm-hmm. okay so we move Here, on I'll... to the next car uh the next yeah why don't the we talk about next car would be Audi R8 e-tron so from the SLS <laughs> we go to the R8 but this one the R8 is an electric car so want to tell us about that, JC? We've been seeing the e-tron for quite a while. Um, I think early, late last year, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And 
Yeah, uh, as we discussed earlier, um, the difference with this is it has four electric engines. Well, one electric engine per wheel. So basically, you have four four engines distributed among the four wheels, um, and yeah, it's based on the R8 body. So I'm guessing this also has yeah, some kind of torque vectoring system like the SLS does. I mean, Audi being purveyors of the Quattro system. Well, yeah. I, I guess um, you can say that, yeah. With one motor per wheel, um, the function of having uh, the handling and power delivery controlled um, by each motor is, is also there in the uh, e-tron. I just find torque vectoring so amazing. This might be something they stumbled onto that will correct, I mean, basically fix that whole thing where they did uh, four-wheel steering that really, really didn't work or high cast for Nissan. Uh-huh. Imagine this one. I mean, it's not just a safety feature. It's an awesome thing for racing. Mm-hmm. You can control all the wheels at any time. You can imbalance the car, balance the car to whichever direction you want. Now, my, my question about that is, you know, what about engine brake? I mean, you have four different um, motors powering the wheel. Does that mean we have four different levels of engine brake? And could that, you know, work at a disadvantage for the system? You know what? You're right. But, I mean, you could have a clutch there, an automatic clutch that could handle that. Mm, That's why no human can control control all four wheels. Imagine how you're going to do that, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, you, I, I guess you'll need a, a really good ECU, a really good program that will handle it, that knows you can set the setting to, like, normal drive, racing, whatever, like uh, like what we have now in our cars. Or really but loose. this is more, pin, more pinpoint, more pinpoint accuracy. Imagine every time you make a left, depending on how the degree amount of turn that you make is the amount of power it will move to the left wheels or to the right wheels. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's just so that's so amazing. Uh-huh. I mean, you, you instant drifts or whatever, man. Yeah. But hold on, let's let's go back to the details of the car. I think well, a lot of a lot of that. Yeah. Is, uh, I mean, what are the figures? How fast can this accelerate to 62? And when we say 62 for the listeners, we mean miles per hour. So for those of you in metric, 62 that's that's approximately 100 kilometers per hour. Well, if you want figures, um, it's got 230 kilowatts or 313 horsepower. That's not too impressive, but check this out. It's got 4,500 newton meters. It's probably around 3,300 pound-feet of torque Wait. from the combined four engines. 4,000? 3,300 pound-feet of torque, yes. 4,500 newton meters. Holy cow. In that's not a lot. That's, yeah. just, that's just staggering. Uh huh. So, how, what's it? What does it do in uh, zero to sixty-two again? Well, let's um, see. It'll do zero to sixty-two in four point eight seconds. It's a so. little slower than the SLS. I can't ima- I can't believe that the SLS does four <laughs> seconds, right? Yeah, but you have to well, thing, factor in the number heavier. of engines. Then it's it's heavier. I yeah, think, yeah, that's true. You have four engines. I and maybe that engine brake thing. That fraction. <laughs> Of a second. <laughs> and again, it, it comes down to real-world performance. I mean, we, we really won't know how it performs unless it's tested. In re- I mean, this thing is done in a laboratory, remember, as we discussed. So, again, it, it might play out differently in the real world. It might be exactly like that. Uh, we really won't know until we get our hands on a real car. That's true. That's very true. But again, my stand, this is the only good thing I heard about uh, electric cars, this whole torque vectoring thing. I mean, uh, for me, I still go for something with an exhaust. <laughs> well, I guess it takes out a little Imagine, bit of art, especially in drifting. No, everything. You can't feel the car. I mean, you, you can't hear the noise. Oh, yeah. You can't True. feel the... 
There's no feel. It's like a video game. Yeah, it's all I electronic mean, throttle I would, now. I would pretty much go for uh, what car? The Swedish car again? Um, Volvo. They they have it. Uh, the 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 CXRs and the CCX. Which cars were this? Um, oh, um, Koenig, Koenig, the Koenig Koenig Yeah. They have a thousand horsepower supercar that runs on animal manure. <laughs> I mean, isn't that better? You you it's it's. The, basically the poop of all these cows, you take it all in and then you put it in a car. It's something that nobody wants to deal with and wants to throw away. And that's no bullshit. Yeah, that's no bullshit. It's a thousand <laughs> horsepower you cow poo running car. Oh boy. <laughs> well, yes, I, I totally agree with Kim in the sense that I am a petrol head to the core and I love the sound, the roar of Same gas powered engine. But the point of all these electric supercars is that you know, in the future, when eventually uh, the combustion engine dies, cars can still be fun. Mm-hmm. And I think as car guys, we can all look forward to that. Uh-huh. Well, and there's I, an analogy. I'm pretty sure there will be some kind of feature that, that hooks up an engine sound to the accelerating of the engine. And it routes it through your stereo. I'm like the emulators that they have on the... On, on, on their bones. Yeah, yeah. And it'll, it'll sync to the engine. You know those you know? cheap, annoying... Uh, oh, yeah. But I mean, yeah. the, the, for the sound of the well, there, engine, I think there's an analogy before. Yeah, you were saying? Yeah, go, JC. The, the analogy. Yeah, I mean, someone did an analogy like, um, eventually in the future, we'll, we're going to have elect, uh, electric cars or alternative fuel cars. Mm-hmm. But there's still going to be a few, uh, a small set that will still make uh petrol engine cars gasoline and en- gasoline I, engine cars i think in the I future mean, yeah. gas engines are going to be something like for the rich basically they're going to be like uh collector watches now that are are like like you're, you you're, like you're like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean the, the analogy i was going going to is like um before uh, before the cars uh horses were modes of transportation yeah like horse but correct. with the introduction yeah, but with the introduction of the cars, um, horses tend to become luxury items or uh, rec- recreational or items. Uh, true, true. I mean, they won't be eliminated completely. <laughs> well, they will still be yeah, around. They won't be eliminated completely. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I'm, for me still, again, I, I really don't believe in electric cars as opposed to these bio biogas cars. Because, I mean, imagine cleaning up literally cleaning up the earth you take out all these shit from all these cows and put in all these cars i mean the more cows you grow to make more shit the more food you have i mean they're a source of food too so you're using every inch of this cow you're using the hide for leather you're using meat you're using the shit for fuel mm-hmm. it's complete i mean it's it's a perfect circle i'm reading this uh Correct. article on the biofueled ccx car <laughs> it's uh 1,018 horsepower with torque at 1,060 nanometers. But remember, this car has to build up that torque just like a conventional um, engine. It's not instant. Yeah, it needs to build up the torque. But again, with the weight issue, as you see now, Mm -hmm. the SLS that's gas-powered is still faster than the SLS that's electric-powered. Yeah, yeah. But the... But the SLS electronic version doesn't have any emissions. Beat that. Yeah, but this is a biodiesel car, so the emissions are are clean. Mm-hmm. 
And I guess no, the, not the SLS, not the standard. Uh, and not the SLS, but the the Conic Zeg. That's why I still believe to you go back to, I mean, some other alternative fuel, not electricity. Like it well, says, as is the case with this debate, there is no silver bullet that'll tackle you know all. True, true. I mean, there are several answers fuels, to it. electric car, yeah. So the the point is, until we get to that day where we run on super clean fuel for all our cars, we'll just have to make do with what we have. And I think it's a step in the right direction for mm-hmm. the technology that we have to to create fast, but at the same time, electronically powered cars. Mm-hmm. Environment-friendly yeah, cars, yeah. I guess right now it's like it's it's like that time when you know we all had uh, during different formats, the time in different formats for audio and video. You had tapes and then you had CDs, mini discs, and whatever. And now we're going into like USBs, True. like laser discs. Before now they're eventually, all DVDs or like. Yeah, I think the market. Eventually they'll find today. one thing that'll work. Let's move on to the next topic. I believe we're going to be talking about Gordon Murray designs. That's one yes. man. That's freaking awesome, man. Gordon Murray. Brilliant guy. Did you know that Gordon Murray, Brilliant guy. Gordon Murray actually built the McLaren MP4, uh, P4, which was the the car that gave Arton Senna his first win. Ah, I believe that was using the. This guy is, he was also the maker of the engine. McLaren F1. Ah, yeah, the McLaren F1. So I mean, this guy knows fast cars. So what exactly about his designs? Um, do we have some pictures to look at here? It's actually pretty weird because he's veering away totally from racing cars anything uh, racing related he's done a lot of new models that are electric and small like really tiny it says here that he has a car that he designed it's i think called the t25 which actually is a three-seater three-seater car that's only 600 kilograms it's so light that it can get to 100 miles per hour on only 51 uh, brake horsepower the engine is only 660 cc wow now that's efficiency okay yeah so this is another way around the green car theme, wherein you don't need an electronic-powered car, just a fuel-efficient, lightweight vehicle to be environmentally friendly. Because yeah. this car emits um, 88 grams per kilometer of CO2, very, very low by current standards. So uh, Gordon Murray is offering um, an environmentally friendly solution to fun motoring mm-hmm. and imagine if everybody in the world cut their uh, fuel consumption by half that extends the fossil fuels that we can use by double yeah, basically yeah. In- instead of having just 100 percent, now you have 200 wow, you're a math wizard jim i know i went to school for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 i, I mean, mean i mean just reverse it's it's a nice way of addressing because it's it focuses instead on the inefficiencies of current car design, which is uh, you know mainly weight. So I mean you you take that factor out and you you can you can in fact greatly increase efficiency in a way. Yeah, weight and size, right? I mean, and this car, look, yes, look, um, it's this car is so car. small that two cars will fit in one lane. <laughs> so it solves another traffic problem, and then. It's so small that three cars will fit into one parking slot. Wow. <laughs> I just can't imagine how, well, the T- how porn the will T25 fit. The is, is just one out of eight designs that uh, Murray is building. And um, after the T25 will come the T27 and the T26. The T26 is a, uh, it's a city car concept 
potentially for the Japanese market, whereas the T27 is an electric car um, derivative of the T25. So he's he's basically offering multiple approaches to, to green motoring. Mm, there we go. This is really a turn in a different direction for him, man. I mean, the only problem I see is that people got to start losing weight. Imagine porn in this car. 660 kilograms. Oh, you an, you add oh no, another, here we go again. <laughs> you add another 100 Kim kilograms. Kim strikes again with those porn jokes. Okay. I mean, porn is another colleague of ours. Another... <laughs> you guys will meet him soon. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's a fact actually that he should consider because if he sells this to, I mean, people that are big, like not just fat, but big. It'll Probably in the American market, yeah. Yeah, or even like just people seven feet tall, six five. I mean, Germans. I don't people bigger than us. This will really change the dyna- the whole dynamic of uh, efficiency. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess the message. Well, that's true. But, but, but um, save fuel. <laughs> eat less. Save well, more. <laughs> well, no, I, I, yeah, I guess. Um, Kim has a point. You know, this car doesn't suit everybody, but um, for average sized people, uh, the message here is you don't need to get a Prius or uh, like a Nissan Leaf to be environmentally friendly. You can stick to more traditional technology that just uh, makes use of what you have in a smarter way. Yeah. So in so other yeah, words... You can have a small package car. Yeah. In other words, the automobile isn't dead. I mean, the the internal combustion engine isn't dead. I mean, we're we're still likely to see a Definitely lot of... Definitely not. I think it will, it will persist in the future, but... Um, I guess the takeaway message is we gotta engineer our cars smarter. You know, we can't be um, the way we were in the '90s, where we had those big V8 engines smacked onto these heavy cars. Even worse during no the during the '70s with all these muscle cars, there was no consideration for gas consumption, weight reduction. It was basically the biggest engine you could slap into a car, mm-hmm. biggest car you could yes. find. True, true. Are there any? So, yeah. Other, um, yeah? You can't go green, but still have fun with the automobile. And that's a good sign for all of us. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to our next segment. And by the way, folks, this is going to be a regular segment. It's called the Top 10. Mm-hmm. So naturally, this uh, this episode's Top 10 is going to be green. <laughs> and uh, it's, the, it's, yeah. the, it's the clunker cast Top 10. Right? And, and it's, it's the kind of green you're thinking about. Cast top 10. The, the top or is it the 10? Van Ho Top 10? <laughs> Yes, for this segment, uh, we we brought in a, another special guest, another one of our colleagues, Chris Van Hoven. He is the uh, spec boy. You know, you ask him anything, any spec about any car, and he will find it for you. Oh God! <laughs> it was so, so what's what's true, man? Don't what's argue. the PCD on? So Chris, <laughs> what's the PCD yeah. on uh, on uh, the suburban? <laughs> That would be one one zero. No, of course not. I don't know, man. <laughs> Is it six holes or five see, holes? I'm, I'm guessing it's five holes. Oh, that you like Am that? Am I right? Picture? Five <laughs> holes. <laughs> as as you can see, I I am totally unreliable. I know nothing about cars. I don't even know why I'm on this show. <laughs> but uh, like having you around. I'm here to bring you the top ten. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and this is the top okay. ten reasons too, or uh. This, these are the top 10 reasons why uh, an electric car would be awesome on a date. All right. <laughs> so, okay, so let's run it down. Reason number 10. Since you're not running in gas, that means you have extra money to spend more on the date. 
cricket, cricket. <laughs> yeah, that's actually reasonable. <laughs> yeah, it's well, a, if you think about it, it's, it's a point. Reasonable. Yeah, I just thought it was going to be funny, but yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, yeah. You thought Chris was going to be funny? Man, how long have you known the guy? Ooh, ooh. Oh, <laughs> well, oh, man. Should we? This year now. It's going to be better. Uh. <laughs> okay, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Reason number nine. If there was a. If there was a hot girl from Greenpeace, this would be your best shot at nailing her. Okay, I just got one uh-huh. question. When's yeah. the last time you met a hot girl from Greenpeace? Oh, oh, that girl from Lost is from Greenpeace. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Dude, that's a TV well, show. I, mean, I know a hot girl from Peta. What? But we're not talking about Peta right now. I mean real-life hot girl from Greenpeace. <laughs> Come on. She's, she was Come on. real-life hot girl from Greenpeace. And, uh, I know hot girls from Peta work just as well, I think. Yeah, but I heard that that hot yeah, girl from Peta is not Greenpeace. You're not answering the question, man. We're in the last. Yeah, but you met a hot girl from Greenpeace. Let's just reason number eight. <laughs> if you run out of juice while bringing her home, you can mooch off her electric bill by plugging your ride in. Sounds like Chris. That sounds a little bit free charge. That sounds like Chris. Well, true, true, free. Char- well, I mean, it- <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, we've been on dates before. It's, this is sort of like you know a chance to spend some extra time, maybe work out a a good night kiss, I guess, right? Are you with me? Eh? And when is the last time when is the last time you could say that your date actually paid for your gas bill? So Well, well now okay, like, you can do it without her knowing. Your date's dad. <laughs> your date's dad's the one paying that. <laughs> I should yeah, still live to their parents. Home. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But if she lives in a condo then you know how are you gonna wire that's it all fun. the way up there? Yeah, that's true. I mean I'd be plugging uh, something else in. Ooh. 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 <laughs> Like my cell phone, my cell phone. Oh, Charge. there we go. All right. <laughs> now I think it's time to move on. <laughs> Next part. <laughs> okay. When you're when you're late for a date, you can just say sorry. I ran out of bat. Sounds like Chris. Sounds like Chris again. That's a good one. <laughs> Probably gonna slap you, 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 but all you, the other guys will be laughing. <laughs> no, this this will take the place of where you, Edsa. Yeah. <laughs> So, why are you sorry, Lobat? You're texting of location when you're like still hours away from it. So, yeah. uh, sorry, needed the charge. Yeah. In case you need an emergency out on your date, you can just tell her you're running out of battery. Similar reason. Yeah. So I guess it's a way. Yeah, to this one's a good one. Short. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the party, Nigo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. The next one is silent engine. Silent engine means you can sneak her out. Oh. I can. I, I think that's a pretty, that's a pretty useful skill of the Prius. Yeah, for high schoolers. Naughty, naughty, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, for for girls with uh, curfews. Guys with. Uh, well, I mean, you, you know, driving. Electric- parents will never hear the car running. And guys uh, sneaking out of the window trying to get home. Oh. Well, that was that's actually on this list too. Really. But. Get to that later. Get to that later. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, the silent engine means you can sneak her out. I mean, that's a, uh, well, if you if you have an electric car, you're you don't exactly have the bad boy image, man. I mean, her parents would probably love you if they're environmentalists. Yeah, right? but that's a secret. The you, bad that's boy a thing secret. is limited. The parents will think you're you're good. Well, yeah, I guess so. Little do they know you're sneaking their daughter out, in the middle of the night. Oh. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now that's a situation at work. Mm, yeah. Handy. All right. Okay, next reason is, you can always say that you brought her home before the curfew. Since your car doesn't make any noise, her parents won't hear any engine. So this is after you sneaking sneaking yeah. the girl out, 
you're sneaking the girl in. You can sneak her back in. Oh. You guys are very, very sneaky. You like sneaking around, though. Mm. <laughs> no, that's just you, Kim. Okay. That could work. Next, I can still hear the crickets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next reason. Oh, this one's this one is something Kim would use. Ooh. What? You felt. You tell the girl, you tell the girl that you're out of battery, and you get stuck in the middle of nowhere, and you start making out. No, that's not me, man. <laughs> <laughs> of course, th- this. Come this on, involves, I know this is in your little black book. I mean, this involves some premeditation. You gotta drain the batteries to a certain extent, right? And, and so that, you know, you time it just right that when you're stuck out of nowhere, it's empty. Dude, don't drain the batteries. Yeah. Just pull the plug out. Yeah, but the but the problem I mean, is pull the plug out of your own car. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, one of the terminals from the battery. The, these cars have like the a... problem I see here is. What if what if the uh, what if you're done with your makeout sessions and now you gotta go home? Now you don't have batteries. Oh, okay. No, but I mean, how do you pretend to drain the batteries when this thing has a big LCD display that shows you exactly how much battery power you have? I mean, she could just lean over and look, or if it's mounted. I guess don't know anything. Will you? I mean, you remember the Prius. Will your date really understand what all those... Well, there's a big icon. Unless the girl has like a, a Prius herself, I really don't think she'll know. Now, you do, if she no, says, I'm... what's that? Oh, this is this is the level of the volume. The, the logo theory. of the battery looks exactly <laughs> like the logo of the battery for a cell phone. I think anyone would be able to figure it out. You can say it's your cell phone battery. <laughs> okay, I think this is getting nowhere. Your cell phone's out of battery. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're not picking too much. <laughs> During makeout sessions, you can keep the aircon running without the embarrassing engine sounds coming from a car parked in the dark. Actually, this could work. So this is another stealth thing. So I'm starting to notice more sneaking this, around. I'm starting to notice this list has a lot of making out. <laughs> <laughs> really? Chris likes well, making out. <laughs> it, it seems to be the only thing a, an electric car is good for. <laughs> but wait, I, I got a counter. Well, it's not with number one. Hold on, hold on. I mean, at least on a date. JC, you've had the Prius. Chris, have you had the Prius? Yep, I have. You, have have, oh, Chris, have, have Chris, you left the aircon on with the with the gasoline engine off? It's it's not complete. No, the compressor is not gonna run. The compressor is not gonna run. Ah. No, it is no, gonna it, run. It'll, it'll still run. No, it'll still oh. run. No, but the um, compressor makes noise. Chris, Chris, oh, I think it'll still run. Yeah, it'll still run because it's basically the, the quiet. The ga- it's that it's the compressor that's not quiet. The engine may. No, the compressor is quiet. The engine is the one that's noisy. You can still hear a bit. Compressor's quiet. Yeah, the compressor's yeah, the quiet. Compressor's quiet. All right, I, I guess. No, I, the aircon still runs, even though you're in battery mode. Chris? Yeah. Chris had the Prius and we got caught by a cop. <laughs> Remember that, Chris? <laughs> what? And the guy was, Chris was panicking like crazy. Dude, 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 Toyota. <laughs> you got caught by a cop. This is Toyota's car. <laughs> So wait a minute. Yeah, so the number that's one. That's something you want to share to the public, Kim. It's okay. So the number one topic come came from you because this is through experience. Wait, what is the number one? Um, what is no, the number Chris. one reason? Wait, let's share it first. <laughs> yeah. That actually is the number one reason. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the number one reason <laughs> is no. Yeah. What's the number, the number one, one reason, reason, Chris? No, you didn't say okay, it. Okay. What? what catches you for making out? Oh. Okay. Right. Give, There's give, one more. Yeah. Give the number one reason, dude. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, when a cop catches you, <laughs> when a cop catches you for making out in the car, you can just floor it, and he won't be ready to chase you since he thought your engine was off. See? See? <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> so yeah, back to the suddenly this isn't such a family-oriented show anymore. Is this based on experience? <laughs> is there some? We might have to up the rating of this. <laughs> is there some real-world basis for this? I mean, and no, this is it's uh, purely coincidental. I'm guessing <laughs> similarities to living characters. Oops! Well, look at that. We're out of time. <laughs> Looks like I gotta sign out. Oh boy! Wow. <laughs> Nice. So, Chris, don't worry. You weren't driving. I was driving. You guys oh, that, you know it's not your fault. Oh, oh, oh. You were driving while we were making out in a car. Wait, Chris, you weren't this through very well. Okay, the image is getting all skewed. What again? No, if Kim was driving, either you were making out with Kim or you brought Kim as a driver. Either way, it's <laughs> weird, man. Hey, I never said that this was a real world experience. <laughs> oh, yes, I forgot. It's any similarities to. Person's living <laughs> purely coincidental, right? Purely coincidental. Purely coincidental. <laughs> okay, so I guess uh, that was the number one uh, reason for buying a why, number one reason for having an electric car on a date. So our next uh, segment would be, what is it, Nigo? It's um, it's the clunker of the month. So uh, okay, explain the clunker of the month, you clunker. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so basically, clunker, the clunker of the month is um, basically we invite you readers to uh, send us pictures of your readers or your li- listeners. I'm sorry. I-, I just got so used to our old medium. <laughs> so basically, we invite, <laughs> we invite you listeners to send in uh, pictures of your car, brief description, and, you know, maybe a couple of questions for what do you think? Uh, 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 a couple of questions for us that maybe we could help you out with your clunker, maybe help restore it. Help it, uh, help run it, or maybe suggest a couple of people. You know, just tell us about the problems of your clunkers, and we'll try to help you out. So basically, we'll give you the, we'll point you in the right direction, which parts to buy, how, where to buy them, who to talk to, mm-hmm. if you need your car to be faster, slower, bigger, wider, different color, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Oh. Um, oh. So, Inigo, <laughs> speaking of clunkers, how, how how's your how's your KG doing? Um, yeah, my clunker is, um, well, it's, it's still a clunker. Um, it, I can't seem to start it again. So, uh, <laughs> um, actually I, my clunker is also uh, in the clunking shop. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. See? <laughs> you too. So, I mean, my clunker will be well, in done. Future, in future episodes. How, how can they, clunker. how can they send their pictures and, uh, their info and their questions to Nigo? Oh, um, yes. well, <laughs> you can email us at... <laughs> Yeah, you can email us at clunkercast at gmail.com. So it's, it's pretty so simple. Yeah. So clunkercast, that's C-L-U-K-E-R-C-A-S-T. No, oh. that's C-L-U-N-K. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you spell it out, Chris? C-L-U-N-K-E-R-C-A-S-T. At gmail.com. Yeah. At gmail.com. Um, at gmail.com. And... Of course, you can download this episode and our past episode, <laughs> since we only have one past episode, and future at clunkercast.webwordpress, and future episode at clunkercast.web, well, excuse me, again, <laughs> clunkercast.wordpress.com, so C-L-U-N-K-E-R-C-A-S-T dot wordpress.com or you can email chris uh directly at uh chris at hotmail.com 
H O T M A L E. Oh, oh. <laughs> Actually, in future episodes. You're number 71, right, Chris? In future episodes, we're going to have someone here. 71, what? <laughs> That's fine. Okay, we're, we're anyway, moving on. Like, yes, you were saying in future episodes? No, we're going to have someone on here who, who actually knows what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> and, in case uh, you guys are worried, it's not just us. We will have professionals here. Not that we aren't professionals. I mean, we are. We will have professional mechanics <laughs> and professional auto modders mm-hmm. who know a lot more than Kim. Mm-hmm. And these are the guys and, who uh, distribute the parts who are based in Metro Manila. So, you know, easy access. By the way, um, yep. it's uh, our good friend, Brent Koss, uh Brent Co of Auto Industria. It's Auto Industria's 10th year anniversary. So, um, they're celebrating next Wednesday. I mean, tomorrow. They're celebrating tomorrow. Plug, plug. Plug in. Tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow at Amber Ultra Lounge. So, uh, it's recording. It's going to be a lot of cars. Tomorrow. No, it's okay. I mean, so they know that it's... If they haven't been to the website, they can check it out. It's autoindustria.com. It's a very good website for cars, too. That's industry. Based uh, uh, locally. T-R-I-Y-A. Um, Auto Industria spelled A-U-T-O-I-N-D-U-S-T-R-Y-A. Y-A, yeah, correct, correct. You guys really suck at spelling. Okay. Did I spell it Well, if you want to see Kim tomorrow night and maybe ask him for a date. I don't have an electric car, so I'm not going to go far. Yeah, you can write this clunker. Kim needs connections to the what? Italian embassy. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. anyone out there wants to help him fly to Italy? Yeah, of course we'll uh, we'll uh, talk about that in a future Clunkercast episode. So you know, you can rest assured that you know it helps you guys as well. Okay, this is getting kind of long. Yeah. So okay. Sorry, JC. You'll be editing a lot. Yes, yes, I will. All right. JC, you need to download those effects with like the cricket sounds and you got to put them in somewhere. <laughs> we can just stop this recording okay. anyway. Then give, we can just stop. Give him like. Here. Oh, we're done? Okay. Do the, yeah, we- do the official sign off then. All right, and that marks the end of our show, people. I hope you enjoy the show and, uh, of course, tune in for our next recording. This has been your host, Inigo Rosses. With uh, AG Puyat. Hi guys, catch you next time. Uh huh. Kim Liu. And this is Kim. This is Kim Liu. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed. See you next recording. And or hear you next recording then. And JC Polito. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you could use some enthusiasm. Anyway, that's our show, folks. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>